back to I Did This Instead of Killing Myself, stand-up comedy and lifestyle podcast featuring comedians in the South Carolina slash Carolina area. My name is David Baker. Uh, it is the week of June 21st, so I hope you all had a happy Father's Day. My guest today is a father, uh, Jeff Thompson. Jeff is one of my good buddies in the local Greenville stand-up scene hailing from Washington, D.C., and Jeff uh, and I had a great conversation. Um, He's been doing stand-up for about two years. He is a former uh, felon, although he has a clean record now, so he told us the story of how that played out, um, doing mushrooms in a national forest. Uh, We also talked about uh, his background in comedy. Um, We talked about cancel culture. We talked about religion. Uh, we talked about uh, his battle with uh, prescription drugs, which was very interesting. And I just had a great conversation. So really hope you enjoy the interview. Before we get to that, this week in local comedy, the week of June 21st, 2021, uh, we have the regular slate of open mics beginning tonight at Coffee Underground, 7 o'clock. Uh, no Expectations Comedy, Tom Evans, Craig Holcomb, you know the drill, 7 o'clock, get there early, no admission. Um, after that, Habib's Mediterranean Restaurant, hosted by Dante Anderson, 8 o'clock. Uh, that's also free admission. Um, comics, you can hit both. Uh, Tuesday, uh, I'm watching the weather right now. There is rain in the forecast, so we may not have my mic. It's kind of a tentative right now, so just uh, that private mic that's here in this building, just look for my story if it's on or not. Um, there is another mic on Tuesdays now in Anderson. Now, that's at Doolittle's in Anderson at 7 o'clock. Last week was the first one hosted by Jazz. I'm not sure if she's going to be there, but Jazz is amazing. Um, And that is a fun mic as well. So we do have a Tuesday mic in Anderson, South Carolina now. So if you're interested in that. Wednesday, Radio Room, 8 o'clock, hosted by Adam Schulte. Uh, This week is going to be a special show. It's going to be kind of an inaugural show where... uh, Comics that started during the pandemic are going to do extended time. I think I'm going to be doing some extended time there. Uh, So that should be a fun time. Um, Not a traditional open mic, but um, it'll it'll be uh, same time and uh, no admission. Uh, Thursday night, Comedy Zone. There is the semifinals of the competition. Uh, That is going to be at 8 o'clock, $10 admission. So that'll be a fun time. And uh, I'm actually going to be in Charleston on Thursday night with a few of us. There's a, the Elliott uh, Borough Mini Bar Showcase in Charleston. Hope I got that name right. Um, but that's going to be, I believe, at around 7 o'clock. Um, we're driving down to Charleston. So if you're in Charleston and you're listening to this, uh, check that out. Um, and uh, tickets and info I'll put up here on the screen. Um, and then Friday night, the Liberty Joke Show at the Pickens County Performing Arts Center. That's still happening. Again, a clean comedy show, Friday night. Uh, So check that out if you're in town. And then Saturday, there's going to show at The Flat. This is hosted by Stone Grown uh, Comedy, uh, Adam Schulte. Um, And the headliner is from Atlanta, Duke uh, Desdunes. I believe that's his name. And I'm actually going to be opening at that show. So if you want to see uh, me, <laughs> or probably more likely you're going to want to see the headliner. Uh, but that's a show at the Flats on Saturday. Um, and I believe that's uh, either 7 or 8 o'clock start. Again, it'll be on the screen. But uh, but yeah, that's Saturday. So uh, that's it for this week in local comedy. Hope you enjoy the interview. Here it is. Hey. Welcome back. <laughs> Another interview. I did this instead of killing myself. I've been waiting a long time for this one. <laughs> Jeff Thompson, welcome to the show. That's Dude, my camera up here. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you gonna ham it up this whole time? Huh? Like you're talking to your audience? Yeah, you can't if you I will talk to my audience. Or I mean, I can talk to you, man. Let's let's talk to both of you. Oh gosh, Jeff Thompson. <laughs> so I was trying to think of how I could introduce you. Uh, you are a father. Yes. <laughs> you are a uh, former D.C. resident. Mm-hmm. Former Colorado resident. Former, uh, Colorado. former Greenville resident. Uh, um, current Spartanburg resident. Okay. The Murderburg. The Murderburg, the yes. The Murderburg. 
How long have you been back in Greenville? Because I met you last fall-ish, I think. Um, six months. Six months. Ish. Okay. And you you came directly back from D.C., yeah. right? Yeah. I came back from D.C. right before the election. Okay. I was not going to be in D.C. for the election. Right. No matter who wins. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't going to be there. Because if Trump won, people were going to go crazy. If Biden won, people were going to go crazy. I wasn't going to be around it. Yeah, smart. Yeah. I mean, two months later, people were storming the Capitol and doing real crazy stuff. Yep. But, uh, yeah, man, Jeff is a good friend of mine. I think since you've been back, you've been at basically all the same mics that uh, I've been at mm-hmm. um, between Habiba's um radio room and comedy zone and um i'm trying to think of how long had you been doing comedy like before um before us you've been doing it for a few years right uh no i was doing it for about a year like eight months to a year right before covid Mm -hmm. like i started getting comfortable and then they were like yep no more mics like you know covid struck i got you so um so in total you're about what pushing two years yeah okay yeah two years total because i went that what is it like eight nine months without it you know yep. no writing no no comedy no nothing i didn't know if it was coming back so i figured why write you know what i mean right um good deal good coffee by the way yeah 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 we are uh at my place jeff is enjoying some black coffee my kitchen is so bare bones, dude. I, I don't have much to offer. I got black coffee. I know I was here last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jeff was giving me crap because they came over last week and I haven't taken the garbage out since. The beer can that he was drinking of, he knew. It's, yeah, it's still in the garbage. That's all good, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm not very good at domestic things, so. Yeah, no, you're good, man. You don't have kids or... No responsibility. Yeah, that's fuck why it. I can do why a not? podcast. And you're still I mean, you're doing you may not take your trash out, but you're doing much better than I'm doing right now. Like, yeah. We're in downtown Greenville right now, folks, like on a high rise. Like I'm looking it's not a high rise. All right. Well, you know, it's a higher rise than it's yeah. we're six story. If I were to jump out, I would die from the fall. Well, <laughs> yeah. But if I wasn't doing this, I would be doing that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, fitting name for the podcast. You did this out of killing yourself. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it's good to have you on. Um, I, I don't know your background in comedy. So I wanted to hear, like, I don't think I've ever heard your first time on stage or, like, what pushed you to do it the first time. Oh, God. I've always wanted to do comedy. Always. I didn't know. I thought you had to be, like, in L.A., or I thought being a comedian was like being a movie star. Mm-hmm. Like it's just no, you just can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, and um, I didn't found out. I found out in about 2018, 2019 or something. Like somebody was like, "Oh yeah, we have comedy in Greenville," and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then sure enough, like I signed up the next week, and I killed my first time. I where, killed. Where did you go on stage the first? The time? Comedy Zone. Oh, uh, and I killed the second, third, and fourth time. I bombed, like Wait, completely back, bombed. Back up the the first time. What did you talk about? Oh God, I don't even remember. Um, I mean, I went up. Uh, I had like, I had like ten jokes written down that were just silly ass little jokes, um, which I may still have that notebook, so I can look around for like another podcast but I mean they were just silly stupid ass jokes and I got up there and I just like sat down on the stool and I put the notebook like in my lap and I just sat there like this and just read them off like one by one I was like you know guess what I think is funny all right guess what else I think is funny you know and I just read them right off and then I started writing them on my like arm and shit okay so I might even still have Instagram pictures of like the set list. It's kind of creepy right on your wrist. Well, I mean, I it's used to little... just walk over there. Well, I mean, you know, it's either that or, or razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is like, we're dealing with a cutter here. Are you okay, Jeff? <laughs> well, I, went, I wrote them this way and not this way. You know? uh, like, oh, you, oh, you wrote them this way? I'm oh. writing jokes. No, no, I'm writing jokes this way. Oh, yeah. 
It's like, isn't this the right way? This is really morbid. But if you really want to kill yourself, yeah, it's this way, right? (laughs) I hate that I know. Gotta really open it up. I hate that I know that. I know that too, man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So why do you think you killed the first time? Do you think it was? Were you nervous when you went up? Um, I'm sure I was. I think think the audience just was on your side because you were just. Yeah, they did announce that it was my first time. Mm-hmm. So I think it did put an energy in the room that was like, that was very accepting no matter what I said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the second time, it was it was death. I mean, it was just like, it was so fucking quiet. Like, and I told the exact same jokes. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm on top of the world the first yeah. time. And the second time was like, yeah, I think I'm going to step in yeah. traffic. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, it was horrible. Um, yeah, yeah, Adam Schulte had a similar um, uh, story about how he killed his first time. He told some really authentic, true stories. Uh, I but love he, Adam. He was in. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We had a he, good, he's so much I think fun. We beat the record on our podcast length. I think ours was like an hour and 40 minutes. We, he just, yeah, it was a good conversation. Well, I mean, yeah, he's just, he's... Uh, he's got the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. He's got a very, like he draws attention mm-hmm. and I don't mean like in a negative way. Like he just tells really good stories mm-hmm. and like he knows how to keep you interested. And, yeah. And he's go a very thoughtful it. guy. I mean, we got into everything. We talked politics. We talked philosophy. <laughs> Did he talk politics? Oh yeah. Yeah. And we don't, we don't <laughs> talk politics Monday too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He talked a little cancel culture. Talked a little woke. Yeah. Oh man. So it's good. But, uh, okay. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, he, he said like his first time on stage, like he told a story about how his dad, um, uh, gave him like a box cutter because he had a Hispanic girlfriend and he wanted to lay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, anyway, but these are really true to life stories and it was just flowing out of him. And then when he tried to do it the second time, exact same said it didn't work because I think it seemed manufactured and he was like, oh, well, I can just curate this, but it seemed fake to yeah. the audience. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, that's exactly right. That's exactly what happened. Uh, there wasn't the energy in the room of like the first time, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I get that. Totally. So why'd you, why'd you want to do it? I know you have like your background, you have a little background with um the law yeah and uh, i mean i've got a little background with just about anything man but you mean why did i want to do comedy yeah yeah i mean you into it because i've i've always had a fucked up family and like not normal you know i know everyone says that but i'll talk about that more like i don't know on another when i start up i don't know no but uh like humor's always helped me like navigate weirder parts of life mm-hmm. does that make any sense like yeah what like, can you share about your family background i'm curious well i mean you don't have to get super detailed but i'm just curious like about generally what the i mean um i mean since this is going out on the internet i don't know what i'm not everyone's dead yet you know what I mean? <laughs> no you're good man if you don't want um so uh, yeah i don't know man like uh basically me and my sister kind of raised ourselves okay so, you know, um, alcohol was involved, sure. uh, workaholic, alcoholic, you know, kind of shit. So and your sister pretty close? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Major so, close. Gotcha. So yeah. y'all had to grow up quick and kind of not have. Well, she grew up quicker than I did because she was eight years older. Okay. And so I then I was born and then, you know, she's basically like, Look, bro, I know you're new to this world, but this is how it is. We got to get through this shit together, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we've been super close. We're still super close to this day. Okay. Um, Does she live here in town? No, but I live like five feet from her house. Oh, in Spartanburg? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like okay. super fucking close. Like, okay. that's half the reason my living situation is what it is because my dad died, her son died, and now it's like, Okay. We're hey, super close. That's great. Uh so has she ever come out to watch you do stand up? Yes. She was with me the night I won the competition uh last year. Like like when uh well I don't know. Was I there at that point or was it a No, no, no. This was this was when this is when the joke show was a thing. Okay. Like so the Thursday night open mic was a 
was the joke show and not jokes out loud. Okay. That's, uh, I mean, I don't know what, you Just know, before so, it transitioned into the new right, version. Correct. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and she was out there then, okay. um, with a couple of family members. That's the only time families ever come out though. Like, yeah, it's the only time I've really invited them. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. So, I got you. Uh, I'm kind of selective really as to when I really push for people to come out. I don't invite people probably yeah, as often yeah. as I should. Well, my family always wants to come out, like my aunts and uncles, and uh-huh. my dad always wanted to come out. Which he died, and I'm kind of a little up, like I'm like, well, I kind of wish he would have seen it. You know, your what dad, mean? huh? Your dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's not much of a he's not much of a comedy person. Sure. So it's not like he's like a super fan. He just wanted yeah. to see me on stage. You yeah. Know I mean? It was really interesting. You met my dad when he came out and performed. Yeah. Before. I like your dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you like my dad. I was so nervous for him to come. Oh, I went so, I know, but I mean, God, I, I called God an asshole that night. And your dad's like super Christian. I mean, yeah. I mean, the yeah, joke I told family. that night was like, um, yeah, I was like, we were in, we were night. in Easter Sunday. Was it? Wasn't Easter Sunday like recently? It was around the same time. Right, right. Because I was like, you know, I basically said uh, we went to church. It was Easter Sunday. We went to church Easter Sunday Uh um, to like appease my mom. And they kept saying, you know, God is great. God is good. And I was like, God's an asshole. (laughs) I was like, he took away. I was like, my nephew, he just killed my nephew. (laughs) I was like, Mm -hmm. no one deserves to die when when puberty is their midlife crisis yeah and Dude, <laughs> i is... saw your dad and your dad was like your dad was like oh i'm a super christian i was like oh, well shit. here's the thing though like i'm a christian a I mean, christian know, family yeah. stuff but like i don't see anything wrong with what you said at all especially when it comes to like well you're not the one judging me dude no i know i know i know <laughs> well i even think in the context of like a true christian worldview yeah like there's plenty of times in the Bible where uh, people in the Bible cry out at God because they're like, dude, this is bullshit. Seriously. Like, well, it is kind I don't know, of you bullshit. You read the book of Job. It's not like, it's, it's I not I love the story of Job, though. I really yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, what the, uh, what's going on? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Dude. I love the story. Now, Everything I'm not going to. Everything goes wrong, and, and we don't have to go down a religious path. No, I'm not going to speak on what I believe, but I have read the Bible. Yeah. Um, And I do love the story of Job. Like that's a really good story. Mm-hmm. I just, mean, the Bible's really full. Is. Like the heroes are kind of anti-heroes. There's a lot of dudes that made mistakes that, you know, had a lot of bad stuff happen to them. A lot of there's a lot of stories of like you you go down and then you get redeemed. Like that's kind of a, an arc that happens. Yeah, a lot. So it's not all sunshine and rainbows. So as much as some people modern day Christianity, can but be, it never is sunshine they, and rainbows. Right, it's not. People can be I judgmental mean, though, and it makes think people think Christians are all like, dude. I don't know. I think the real Christians are are okay with hearing some of that. It's just like anybody else, man. Okay, they're asshole Christians. They're asshole atheists. Yeah. They're asshole. Yeah. They're fucking asshole Buddhists and yogis and shit totally. that are just like... It's a complicated... Oh, if you say namaste to me, I mean, <laughs> I, I love Kelby. He's not one of them, just to be clear. Yeah. Kelby, I'm Kelby not tidy. talking about you. Yogi. Like, like uh, I mean, but like... Oh God, just people in normal conversations will just be like, namaste. Or an atheist that'll try to swing your vote. Like, I get they, why. They're trying to evangelize you to be an atheist. Right, yeah. right. Now, yeah. I get why a Christian does it, because they, they won't, they're like, come to heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? But an atheist is like, yeah, I just kind of want to drag your ass down with me. You know, like, think there's yeah. nothing with me. Yeah. <laughs> think no, there's no significant. <laughs> there's nothing significant. The world is cold. You do know, you, go fuck yourself. Come with me. You know. <laughs> do you believe in God? I believe in something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm more agnostic than anything. Like I believe in what I see yeah. and what has been proven to me. Um, and I can't say that there's not. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, like, of course. Like, uh, so, you know, like I said, I don't want to get into the religion thing because <laughs> my religion I, I changes. Just, I just had like an impulse to ask the question. My religion okay. changes daily though. Like tomorrow I might be like, yeah, fuck that. You know? <laughs> and then today I'll be like, oh yeah, there's probably something, you know what I mean? Like it just changes daily. So yeah. I don't really want to, I don't know. I don't want to. We don't have to. I don't care where we get into it. You know what I mean? I just thought it was interesting to ask Jeff Thompson. Yeah, it's a much longer conversation. It's a lifelong conversation. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're honest, I think it is because I think there's a point where you need to like come to grips with what you believed as a child, uh-huh. um, 
reconcile that with your life experience and uh well i mean i was forced into it as a child and then i saw peace and i saw people being pieces of shit and being like this is the way the light and you know that kind of taints your view because i wasn't a stupid kid you know what i mean like yeah. I was a really smart kid, believe it or not. <laughs> so you see people who are teaching their religion and just being a complete bad. piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to me know. that's the worst sort of uh I agree. That's better than a I mean that's worse than a, you know, I don't know. Just just a blatantly non-religious bad person. Yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah, yeah. a hypocrite's worse. Right. Much yeah. worse. Much worse. Yeah. Anyway. So but uh yeah, anyway. Um well, good deal, man. So comedy, so with with you being close to your sister, having up, like comedy was a way to kind of cope with with that. And and uh, as you were growing up, like how young were you when you started to really like comedy and like start listening to stand up and stuff? Oh God, I was listening. Okay, so Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know, disclaimer, <laughs> dude. We know. Bill Cosby's a legend, man. Bill Cosby was my favorite. Like, he was my first comedian yeah. ever. Yeah. And in fact, you wanted a joke. Like, one of my old jokes was, you know, I used to listen to Bill Cosby when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to listen to him all the time. Even when I used to fall asleep, I right. would listen to his voice. Hashtag me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which is actually true. I really did yeah. listen to him like going to bed. And he was my only clean comedian right. ever. So he was my first. And I listened to, I had the, um, I can't remember the album, but he's holding like a volleyball or a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And I've got the, I've still got the album actually. Um, we found it at my dad's house. We were cleaning it out. Um, I used to listen to that album all the time. And I loved comedy. Right away. I was probably five years old. You were five years old when you were listening oh, to yeah. those? Oh, God. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, and then I like, um, then I caught um, George Carlin and uh, uh, Richard Pryor mm-hmm. on HBO. I couldn't tell you which one came first, but I remember seeing them both on HBO. I believe yeah. it was HBO. Um I, a buddy of mine down the street had a cable. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, oh, this is the best shit in the world. Yeah. There's tits on TV. Yeah. This guy says fuck <laughs> all the time. I was just like, this is the greatest George, shit in the George world. George Carlin or Pryor or both? Both of them. Both, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I cannot tell you which one was first, uh-huh. but I did watch them both on, okay. on their TV. And I just, I, I, I didn't know anything like that existed. Right. I, I, I knew Bill Cosby was a thing, and mm-hmm. he was super clean. Right. But then when I heard uh, George Carlin and Richard Pryor, I lost my shit. I was like, this is this is my favorite thing of all time. Right. Like, I, I, this is what I want to do when I grow up, like, mm-hmm. all kind of shit. Um, and then, I mean, we can go down comedy lane if you want to. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, so after those, so those, like for a while, I didn't really hear many other comedians or anything, um, but I stuck with, uh, you know, uh-huh. like I listened to them throughout my life. But when I was a teenager, I got high with my sister for the first time and they were like, have you ever seen Tenacious D? Yeah. And, and I was like, and, no, 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 no. This is. This is the HBO. This is is that that's not Jack Black in that band. Yes, no, no, no. But this is before they ever got a start. This is when it used to just come on randomly, mm-hmm. like on HBO. It would come on like at one o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday before it was big, or anything. right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it would just be like nine a.m. on a Saturday. It would just be on HBO, uh-huh. and it's just like what the fuck? You just had to catch it randomly. So they had a um, my brother in law had a VHS that anytime he would catch it on TV, he would record it. Uh So we had about five episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Are we getting close to time? No, we're not at all. Okay. Um, And I got high with them for the very first time ever. And I mean, I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I mean, like young as shit. And uh, no, just a disclaimer. It was my weed, you know what I mean? Like, I was the bad influence on that one. Okay. Um, but we got high and they were like, have you ever seen Tenacious D? And I was like, no, nah, I've never seen Tenacious D. And they were like, well, you got to see this. Uh-huh. They popped in the tape. 
bam, I was right back on the comedy. I mean, I had never seen any. I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I already play guitar. So I was just, have you ever seen I didn't seen know the, you play guitar. Yeah. Have you I've ever seen, seen the old episodes? Oh, my God, bro. Of Tenacious D? You're yes. No, I have not. So they used to go on these, like, zany adventures. I'm not going to get into it too much. Yeah. But they used to go on these zany adventures, and then they would go to an open mic and sing about the zany adventure right so the, yeah i've i've seen some of jack black's stuff you have to watch doing, them that's yeah. all i'm gonna say and then also mr show with bob and david okay have you ever heard of that it. i've heard of it yeah, okay okay the same thing they used to come on um like just randomly right like mm-hmm. and i remember catching one episode of that and i was just like I'm in fucking love. I want to do sketch comedy. I want to do comedy. I want to do sketch comedy. I want to do all this shit. Like, yeah. like this is my this is my lane. This is where I want sure. to be. But like I said, I thought you had to be in L.A. So I was just like, I'll never what make it there. What year was this that this was all? Oh God, this was 1994. Okay. 19. Uh, no, 1996 ish. Okay. Around 1996. Yeah, I mean, around that point, there were a lot more barriers to like doing anything yeah you know like it was you had to be on a network tv show i mean sitcoms were the big thing in the 90s like if you were a comic you had to be in new york or la yeah yeah be the one they picked for a pilot everybody wanted to get what Jerry make it to got, like the tonight or, show yeah yeah or, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah there's also johnny carson yep yeah where you, you do you, like five minutes you on do the five tonight minutes show on carson i mean could you imagine doing five minutes for the nation no i mean that no. would be fucking in a, in a way it's frustrating to not have uh to have like so many barriers but once you got that shot to have so many eyeballs on you and to just be made after that is kind of cool yeah versus now i mean now you don't have any barriers but right. garnering an audience with so much noise is like uh, next to impossible yeah but. well you're screaming in a at a concert you yeah. know what i mean it's basically which is like listen yeah. to me listen to me right. and i mean you've yeah, you just the, got so many distractions, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good thing is now I feel like it's fun for its own sake, and I, I truly, you know, I enjoy it for just what well, it either is, goes so. somewhere or doesn't. Yeah, you know who cares mean? if it doesn't? So, uh, but yeah, man. So the, that period was pretty cool. Did you ever go back and watch some of those uh, special or those five minute Carson uh, stand ups? Like, um, I had sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially with YouTube, man. Yeah, yeah YouTube, yeah. you can catch all these. You can just things. look them up. Mm-hmm. You can just hit a Carson and have you ever seen Drew them. Carey's five type mm-hmm. five? Nah, so good, really clean. Louis Anderson had one of the best type fives I've ever seen on Johnny Carson. Louis Anderson, really? Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, check that out. yeah. He, uh, I mean, he had a laugh with every sentence. I mean, or, yeah, I mean, that's not even that crazy, but it was just a super tight set and. Well, Bill uh, Hicks and, and was my well. game changer. Okay. Bill Hicks is a political comic, isn't he? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he kind of got political. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the way he talked about like expanding his mind mm-hmm. and and things like that, like, like, okay, for the time that I heard it and the things I was going through and things like that, I mean, it just... Gotcha. I was like, okay, wow. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite shit of all time. Yeah. You know, so it just kind of, it just kind of periodically popped up through life. Yeah. Started with Bill Cosby, ended with Bill Hicks, or didn't end with Bill Hicks, but I mean, Bill Hicks made me dig deeper mm-hmm. into like the comedy, like all... Made you think? All comedy. Yeah. I gotcha. Who do you like now? Do you still oh, go God. back and listen to the old oh, classics yeah. or do you, or do you prefer anybody new that's really caught your eye since... I prefer class. I like classics. Um, the most recent classic that you know, like classic, classic. I would say uh, I like Dave Attell a lot. Okay, Skank for the Skanks for the memories. Yeah, was like another like attuned to comedy. Like when I heard that, when I was just like, oh my god, I want to do this again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. So you kind of so, look like David Till. That's uh, did you make I, a joke about thanks, that? I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, no, David Till is a cool guy, man. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I would take being cool as David Till. I don't know about looking like him. Um, <laughs> I can't really remember exactly what he looks like, but I know he ain't the most handsome motherfucker. <laughs> You're a handsome guy, Jeff. Disclaimer, <laughs> you know, David Tell, if you ever hear this, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, man. So I asked the comics this uh, on, on all the episodes. Who, what is your biggest, like, dumpster fire story that you're willing to share? 
Like a story where everything kind of went wrong. Okay. Um, so I've been working on a joke about this one, really. I've got jokes around it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, like, it's not really funny. But I mean, at the <laughs> same time, it is funny. Like, okay, so in the same 24-hour period, I, like, told the first girl that I loved her. Um, we were, like, packing up to go camping out of state, like, just the two of us. Uh-huh. You know, like, everything was a first time. Like, I'd never been out of state by myself. I had never been camping by myself. How like, old were you at this point? Uh, I was 18. Okay. I couldn't have been 19. So, yeah, I was about 18. Uh-huh. Um, probably just 18, like right outside of 17, 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just told her that I loved her, like the same 24 hours. Did period. she say it back? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she okay. did. Yeah. No, we were, it was like a first love. It was like, okay. it was, it was real tight. Um, and, uh, so we were going on our camping trip, um, and I bought a sack of mushrooms, <laughs> a big sack of mushrooms. Like, I bought them from this guy who had this garbage bag, like, in an apartment, like, this size. Like, uh-huh. he just had this huge garbage bag. And, like, he grabbed, like, a baggie, and he just dipped in and just grabbed all <laughs> these mushrooms. I mean, I paid a lot for them, but, I mean, he gave us this huge bag. I bought like half an ounce. Okay. So I don't know if you know anything about mushrooms. I don't. That's a lot of mushrooms. I don't really have a good reference, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, less than an eighth of an ounce is enough to like okay. take you out, right? And so it was our first time eating mushrooms. Uh, technically the second. We had eaten like stems one time and just to see what happened, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But this is our first like flight, you know? Okay. And uh, so... We're eating a bunch of mushrooms. We we get to the state park. We're eating a bunch of mushrooms. And there are people setting up on both sides of us. We were like, well, we want to smoke a joint, right? The mushrooms started to kick in. It's like, we want to smoke a joint, but we can't smoke a joint around these folks. Because there's campsites right. Right. They've got kids and shit. Right. So so we're like, okay, so we set up our tent. We got everything ready. We're tripping. So it took a while to set up the tent, you know, and... um, (laughs) And then, yeah, uh, yeah, we're like, oh, look at this bendy stick. It's fucking amazing. I hate setting up tents. Setting up a tent's like sober as hell. No, bro. And we're tripping. Like, so everything looks like weird and like the tent looks like it's breathing and shit. Anyway, we get, we get it set up and, and, uh, like we're, I mean, we've both eaten almost a quarter ounce of mushrooms a piece, which is a fucking lot. And, we have a little bit left, and we're like, well, let's save, like, a cap. And, like, we had, like, a cap and a stem or something left. A piece, right? So it was like, I'm not okay. really following the mounts, but go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, either I way. I kind of am. But All right, so so we've lot. eaten a lot of mushrooms. Got it. We're like, we need, we want to smoke a joint. So we can't do it right here. Let's, okay. let's drive up the road. So we go. We drive up the road. You know, we're lost. We're smoking. We end up smoking, like, three joints. <sighs> And like fogging out the car, smoking, like, and we're just driving around, driving around, driving around. And we're like, okay, let's, you know, we're, I mean, it's like, all right, I'm tripping balls. <laughs> I'm high as hell. Let's go back to our campsite, chill for the night, like start a fire. Okay. We're pulling back in the park. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> look at all those beautiful blue lights. They're so pretty. They're so pretty. And we pull around the corner and it's a, it's a fucking, it's just a mass of cops. Like, like they were, what had happened was people our age were throwing a party at an illegal part of the park. Right. Okay. So they're looking for people our age. Right. And automatically we're suspects. And then as soon as we pull over, I had to roll my window down and just smoke. Just goes right. Oh my god! I'm sure he had like a so a contact high. I mean, it, it just oh it just gosh. goes bellowing out, dude. So as high as you all were, you were not being disruptive. No. So they were. No, they, I paid for my ju- site. We set up our yeah. tent. Everything was legal. So you were off your head, off your ass. But like, they were looking yeah. for this other. They party. were looking for you people just our to fit age. The profile. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh! And then bam, that's it. Like yeah, it's felony. 
Class A, Schedule One. Because of how much you had with you? No, it doesn't matter. Like like because mushrooms mushroom? on the federal. Like since we're on federal land mm. owned by the government, to the government, mushrooms are right next to crack, heroin, acid. It's all in the. I might as well have had crack or heroin on me uh. or acid. I mean, because they were going, they were like rummaging through my pockets. And he was like, oh, well, we found weed. We found this. And then all of a sudden he goes, what's this? And I was just like, I mean, to me, it sounds like, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? You know, because I'm tripping balls. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh and yeah, I mean, I'm tripping, man. I'm just like, I mean, you got to remember, I am high as fuck. I mean, I'm tripping. Yeah. Like all the lights are still fucking with me. The whole severity of the situation never settled in yet. You know right. what I mean? And, um, so yeah, yeah. So I'm fucked up. We're both fucked up. And he's like, what is this? And he was like, is that what I think it is? And I look over and I'm like, Oh my God, just one mushroom. Like it was like, I had one mushroom. She had one mushroom left. And that's what they got me with. Like, I mean, we had this huge bag. Wait, so you had eaten almost all of them? Oh yeah, yeah. We had saved one more for like a for like a re up, you know, like oh like when we started to come down a little bit, like let's eat a little bit more. Super Troopers, you ever seen Super Troopers? Oh god, yeah, but this is much worse because uh, <laughs> I actually went to goddamn jail. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, so you know, I mean, so yeah, I ended up in jail at night, like tripping the rest of my balls off, like in jail, and uh, they were really nice to me though, like in jail. Um, but yeah, that was it was it, that was rough, man. So that's that's uh that's a total fuck up, man. Like I fucked up. Like and and the worst part about it was seeing my like little tiny skinny girlfriend being like dragged off like down this hallway in like ankle shackles and Did you guys break up after that? I mean eventually, yeah, but eventually. that's not that's that was not what okay. broke us up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we were just like, we're like Bonnie and Clyde. You know? like, yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, <laughs> I mean, uh, but that was the hardest part was watching. I'm, I mean, bro, I was, I was a black belt. Like, like I just got my black belt like, like less than four Karate? years before. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Tang Sudo to be exact. Um, so I wasn't scared. Dude, like, you have a joke about being Bruce Lee and uh, yeah. past life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that's based a little bit in the reality of you having a karate background. Yeah, yeah. I've got. I mean, I've got experience. I mean, now I couldn't do shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I could probably handle myself, but uh-huh. I mean, I can't like kick boards and shit. I can't do okay like, amazing things like I. But when at the time I wasn't, I was not scared like uh-huh. at all. Like I was just not scared. I was just like yeah. I was trip. I was more worried about like fines and jail time and things like, like yeah. you know most people are like nervous like i'm like right. beat up in jail i was not scared at all like yeah. i was just like i can handle myself i'll be fine well it sounds like i mean you did a lot of you growing up younger and you know yeah. well, uh the the martial arts or is that a martial art what's that what you the karate is that considered a martial art i'm so sorry oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's a fighting style yeah exactly what it is mm. it's interesting I mean, a lot of stand-up comics are into that um yeah don't worry about that that's the dehumidifier <laughs> it's I, just a smoke I, alarm i mean you know, i don't think so it should stop it's just it's the co2 alarm the beeping yeah <laughs> we just end up on the podcast like <laughs> yeah yeah because i i'm not mature. we did this and killed ourselves i'm, man, <laughs> I'm not mature enough to change the batteries on my <laughs> co2 detector so or carbon monoxide whatever it is yeah that's it carbon dioxide no no, no. carbon monoxide You're yeah right. that's the sign that's the that's yeah. this odorless killer whatever yeah, yeah 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 anyway um okay yeah so that was a crazy experience but but uh, aren't there isn't there celebration in order because i feel like you remember you recently saying that you got these charges and it got expunged everything's expunged yeah expunged so it. you are a i no longer i no record. longer have a criminal record you can no longer say you're a felon on stage not that you ever were a felon. I think you hammed it up as felon, right? No, I was a felon. Felon, that was the actual. Yeah. 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 It's just that I had a nonviolent. Uh, so so there wasn't. Had I had a gun, I'd have served 10 years in prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like yeah. if I'd have had a knife, I'd have served 10 years in prison. Yeah. Well, dude, it's um, stories like yours that make me feel like those, they need to be brought up when it comes to reforming laws about drugs in this country, because like a nonviolent drug offense with psychedelic mushrooms. I mean, I know mushrooms are the, the only problem should have been that I was driving. 
Yeah. That that yeah. would that should have been like like looking at it as an adult, mm-hmm. like and now the only problem was that I was operating a vehicle. Mm-hmm. That was because you're putting others at risk. And I probably should have gone to jail for not for eating mushrooms, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't have been a felony. Mm-hmm. But I should have gone to jail, like, or at least paid a huge fine mm-hmm. for driving under the influence. Yeah. Like, that I agree with. Like, that where it's like, well, okay, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. you take me to jail for whatever, like, because I was under the influence. Yeah. That I understand. But I kind of wonder if psychedelic, like, things like that will be, like, marijuana in a few years. I've seen articles about that where, like, that may be decriminalized in the future. They've decriminalized it in places. Have they? Yeah. Colorado? Yep. Uh, they decriminalized the it in Colorado and um, uh, Washington, I think Washington mm-hmm. or Oregon, something like that. One of yeah, those. One of those yeah, people getting locked up and freaking have horrible stories like that yeah, because because of the the stigma around it. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, but it definitely made me uh, more careful. Yeah, and aware. Made for of a great joke. I love that joke we yeah, tell it on mean, stage, but you know, so. Yeah, but that's all. That all. That's all true, man. Um, okay. But like I said, as you know, I I did get it expunged, so I don't have a criminal record. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I don't really. I still don't vote, <laughs> and I still you know, like, yeah, I, you, st- I don't. Yeah, I don't do the- anything I could have done without my record. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's I hilarious because really, you you had said previously, yeah, when you. We were political year last yeah. year, so you're like, oh, yeah, who you're voting for? I don't vote for anyway because I'm a felon. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. But why, now you can I care? vote, and it's still... And I dude, still don't give a shit. Isn't the political scene nauseating? Like, I don't feel like voting for either side. I will vote when somebody is worth my vote. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Like, I just... I, I look at all of them because I listen to news from both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, just to, just And it's so odd to me, especially now, because both sides... There's It's fucked up that there are only two sides. Right. I yeah. mean, to me, one side will be like, it's kind of like Joe Pesci from my cousin Vinny. It's like, yeah, that guy, everything he just said is bullshit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then the other side will be like, yeah, everything that guy just said, it's bullshit. You yeah, know? And it's yeah. like, it's like, wait, 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 you know, like, like one side will be like mask or mandatory. And the other side will be like, you don't need a mask. And it's like, yeah. oh my God, like, could we please? There's like, no room for nuance. You pick a side, you dig your heels in. And right. It's really and that's hard. it. Right. 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 But I, I believe some things like I have very, I have a lot of liberal beliefs and I have a lot of conservative beliefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm right in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, so it's just it's just nuts. So I I refuse to like choose a side or mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, so. yeah. I lean I lean right for sure, but you know, it's uh it's muddy, and I, there's plenty that happens. Like even even being on one side, uh, when it gets to political season, and it's like just this 24 hour news cycle of who's gotten caught saying what or like oh god all the uh, yeah. oh god all the, the, all the talking shit. points oh my god and, and, um, oh yeah yeah i've just I, the whole thing just is like exhausting me that's why i think comedy's uh more fun it's like playful but i mean it's supposed okay. to be right right okay i think comedy should be hallowed i think that you should be able to say anything and not like 10 years ago, if you said something, you can lose your job today, mm-hmm. right? Not like that. I'm talking about like if we want to get up on stage and say some outlandish shit, no mm-hmm. matter what that shit be, the outcome, like we should not be canceled 10 years from now for what we said. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a problem, like if I go to a show and I say something that somebody has a problem with and I get beat up in the fucking parking lot, yeah. hey. You got beat up in the park. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost yeah. like you have the freedom of speech. And then you also have the freedom to get fucked up yeah. for what you say. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? So so if I say some outlandish shit, I shouldn't lose my job 10 years from now. Mm-mm. However, you know, if I do say some outlandish shit, I should face consequences. Exactly. If somebody, you know, if somebody's like, you know, fuck you, rape's not funny, and I make a rape joke, and they beat me the fuck up. You yeah. know what I mean? Then, hey, that's... Yeah, I mean that's uh, that is what it is, right? The creative risk, right? All right. Now, (laughs) now when I say cancel culture too, it's like it's like the Harvey was it Harvey Weinstein or whatever Mm -hmm. that was like 
you know, whatever. Like, he was okay, first, now that's he was fucked the first up. big Me Too guy. That, yeah. Right. That's not, when I say cancel culture, that's not what I'm talking about. That dude's fucked up and he deserves yeah. to be where he is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, what but, I think is lost is a little bit of the nuance of like the degree to which people have violated certain things. Right. And right. like how you can be found guilty in the court of public opinion way earlier than a court of law. Like your reputation can be garbage and then right. it could come out a, like a month later. Oh yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. It's like, right. well, we already canceled you. Yeah. So, so too bad. Yeah. So yeah. So it's an interesting. People are losing careers over saying some, just, just some yeah. bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, like I, like I said, I won't speak on religion, right? Like, so let's say I did speak on religion today. Ten years from now, I feel different. Like ten years from now, I could be uh, a born again Christian, mm-hmm. and then somebody that, or maybe I'm a preacher ten years from now. More than likely, I'll be dead. (laughs) Yeah. More than likely, I'll be dead. But if I'm not, maybe I'm a preacher. Uh You know, whatever. So I'm a preacher 10 years from now. And then somebody finds this podcast online and they're, and I lose everything I've got because I was like, I'm an atheist, blah, blah, blah. You know, or or I don't have a, you know, if I'm like, fuck Christianity, blah, blah, blah. And then 10 years from now, I'm a preacher. You know, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it shouldn't. That's why I don't know. No, human beings. like we need forgiveness we yeah we change we need open dialogue and we need forgiveness yeah and redemption. which i think are two things that are redemption yeah yeah, yeah those are those are two those things are, that we're lacking right now uh-huh those are core principles of christianity ironically so i'm just waiting for the cancel culture to eat itself i hope it does it will it'll happen eventually it's like a snake eating its own tail it's, well, it's, gonna, it's, it's weird it's, because the institutions that do the canceling are losing power in a way yeah does that make sense well they're canceling the democracy- who's going to be the last man standing you know what i mean like like basically mm-hmm. if we're both cancel culture people right mm-hmm. like we're canceling all these people it if you slip up i'm canceling you if i slip up you're canceling me. And everybody has a dark spot in their past. Yeah. Doesn't matter who the fuck you are. It's like a Mexican standoff. Right. You exactly. Who's got right. Who's going to be the last man standing. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is though, when you've got the last man standing, they're still not going to be perfect. It's just, it's just gonna, it's like a tide. It's going to come in. It's mm-hmm. going to go out, you know? Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that all of it's wrong and I'm not saying that, you know, some of it is justified. But I mean, it just, it's getting ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's, yeah, I don't like when it, to me, the thing that frustrates me is when it makes people afraid to speak at all. That's what I mean. Because they're afraid of any consequence. Right. Exactly. I think people need to continue to be speaking their mind bravely. And what's the saying? Uh, And and intent to me is really what what matters. Like in any joke, if your intent is to be a douche. And you're really racist. If you're truly racist, that's not funny, you know. Right. And another thing is, but is if you is are lost. racist, it's, it's I like, want to know. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so what I'm saying is that if the cancel culture is so strong that a racist won't really say anything, but I want to know. I want you to say things. Right. I want you to walk around with a sign that says I'm a racist, so right. I know. I know where you stand. Yeah, it's ironic because if nobody's speak, if people aren't speaking their mind as much, the 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 real true and it's going to bubble underneath, going to be hidden, and it's going to bubble underneath, yeah. and it's going to explode, and, and then boil over later. And yeah, there's going to be a mass shooting. Yeah. I can't talk about it, but I can sure shoot a crowd. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so that's cancel culture. Where do we get? How do we even get to this? I don't know, man. I don't this, is, this is a free flowing, flowing podcast. Word, I like it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, the cancel culture thing, I think comedy is really cool. Uh, the thing, okay, one other thing I was going to say about it is, uh, um, it, it makes me concerned when the public is maybe afraid to laugh at certain topics because the being careful thing right. permeates every part of their life. So they're less free to laugh, maybe. Right. Like I've seen audience members, and some of my material is edgy, but where they I like your where they like, I'll, I'll cover hear their it. mouth. They'll laugh, but then they'll be like, "Oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that." Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, I know. And hey, I'm yeah. like, "Come on, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I know exactly what you mean." And like, you know, it's kind of like uh, I can't even. I'm not even going to put that out on the internet. Like I was going to say certain words that you could say or not say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, I don't know. As a, it, I think it all depends on your intent. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, um, see, you're getting all tight-lipped. You're like, oh, man, I'm really... Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I, <laughs> I know better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just I just know better. Um, right. So, um, if you could, like, some for anybody who hasn't seen you perform, like, if you could kind of sum up what is your style of comedy? Like, what kind of brand of comedy does Jeff Thompson bring to the stage? Oh, God. My brand. I, st- I, tr- I stay myself, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I talk about shit that I think is funny. Um which a lot of people don't, which I find out sometimes, you know. I feel the same. Um, I mean, I like I said, I, I, uh, I talk about stuff that I think is funny, um, that's personal to me, mm-hmm. or like maybe it's personal to me because I've had a conversation with somebody about something mm-hmm. or, you know, like opinionated, if you will. Right. Um, as for a style, I don't know what my style I still don't think I've been in long enough to have a style. That's a mature answer. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, like I'm still finding it. Like yeah. I'm still clawing in the dark. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm sure I'll find it. Like I know what it is. I just I have to chisel it. It's yeah. almost like I've got this, this brick or this, this slab of stone mm-hmm. and I'm like chiseling. And right now it just looks like a mass of, of chisel. You right. Know? And I've got a, I've just got a, get it down to something yeah and we'll see what it looks like when i get there Mm -hmm. you know um for sure but i don't i also don't like to follow a certain thing i like to be unpredictable you know what i mean like i don't i don't i'm not like i have to be i have to be political i have to be um whatever because my politics change you're shocking just for the sake of itself yeah sometimes i am edgy and shocking and sometimes i talk about shit that's close to me i mean Mm -hmm. sometimes i talk about shit that's sad you know like it's just really yeah and sometimes i'll even rehearse in my head like what i'm gonna say and then i'll get up on stage and be like i'll completely forget it sometimes like or sometimes i'll just go left and be like oh we'll talk about this instead yeah yeah to me dude i like obviously i'm way newer to it than you are even not really i mean you're really not i mean well you know a year but i yeah i was just gonna say i think i agree with kind of your instinct on going where your own uh gut kind of tells you to go uh and because that's and keeping it unpredictable yeah because to me one of the core things of comedy that seems to work is surprise yeah so you don't want them to be bored so if they don't know where you're going to go next like the, the actual joke structure should have surprise and punches and things like that. Right. But your actual set can kind of meander in a way where they're like, oh, oh, I'm but I, I'm still listening because I don't know where he's going with this. But I also don't want even the people, even y'all, y'all have no idea what the fuck I'm going to talk about when right. I get up there. I like to I change mean, it up for the open mics because right. well. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I'll, yeah, I like to keep my jokes sharp. I think that like, you know, because like I'll tell jokes that I haven't told in like, a month or two, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just to see if it still works, if I've still got the thing down. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I got to mention the burger. Are you part of the burger? Yes. Online? Okay, I'm not going to say, I ain't saying shit. Wait, wait, let me just explain real quick. So okay. Jeff posted a picture <laughs> on Facebook, and it was never again cookout with a picture of his burger with the bun open. And... um it looked like a messy burger, but apparently there was something egregiously wrong with the burger. And then there was a comment thread of like dozens of people saying, Jeff, what's wrong with the burger? I don't know. And Jeff's <laughs> Jeff signed off Facebook, didn't answer the question. So then somebody started a change.org petition to get Jeff to tell us what's wrong with this burger. Really right. interesting story. Not really, but it's not it's not interesting at all. In but fact, yes, what is the answer? In you fact, I took it? a I took a picture. I'm not going to tell the answer until people sign the petition. Uh, when we get to 100 signatures, Dude, I'll tell. But it's going to be stupid. It's going to be you. stupid. <laughs> no, listen, I, this is what happened. Okay, I'm in the car. I get my burger. I'm not happy with it. I took a picture of it. I said, never again cook out. And I posted that shit. Yeah. I didn't get back on Facebook for like four or five days. I knew that happened. And everybody I, was... I got online and there's like a hundred notifications. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. I ha- I usually have 20 to 30 notifications. I'm at like 150. Yeah, that's like your best, I'm like, what that's the like your fuck? best post you've ever had. Yeah. 
I was so jump on and I I just start reading all these comments and people are just like, it's been an hour. And this is like three days later. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with the burger? We need answers. And then there's a petition. And I think it's funnier. Like I just went on there. I put a comment. Like, I love all of you guys. <laughs> and then I just, and then I just signed all again. again. And there's another hundred comments. Like when I got back on, there's just like a bunch more. And I was just like, oh, this is too good. Oh this is too God. good. It's the stupidest, it's the stupidest fucking story ever. Yeah. Like of all time. Yeah. Well. But I am going to open a restaurant. I mean, you are. I mean, I've got to. If, yeah. if they think that is what is quality, then I'm. Oh, you're I, opening gonna, a restaurant out of principle. I, out it's, of it's, out of sheer spite. Sheer I'm gonna spite. open it up. I'm gonna open a shot. There's there's a there's an abandoned part right next to that cookout, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna put them to fucking shame. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I wasn't happy with my burger. <laughs> Sign the petition. You'll if you find work out for why. Cookout, don't f with this guy's burger. <laughs> he's got a record. Actually, make, no, he doesn't have a record anymore. I will make he's, you. He's done hard time. I will make you uh, for psychedelic. I will make you uh, famous, infamous. I will make you infamous. <laughs> oh my cook gosh. out. Fuck that. So uh, we actually, I, I'm watching the clock because we have the mic upstairs in like 15 minutes, and people might be coming. Cool. But uh, I have two questions I ask. What is your biggest regret in life? This is the downer question, but I'm kind of heavy, but. Uh, well, okay. My biggest regret. Now, to quote um, Woody Harrelson as well. Mickey Knox in Natural Born Killers, uh, regret, <laughs> regret is a wasted emotion, right? I, I almost truly believe that regret is just a wasted emotion. Like, yeah, um, it was one of the, I mean, it really makes sense to me. Um, however, two things I wish I would have never done in my life started smoking cigarettes, which I just quit by the way. Don't smoke kids. I, have, I haven't smoked in five or six days. I almost lost it in traffic. I almost stopped and bought a pack of cigarettes, but I didn't, I didn't. Um, and drugs, I started taking addictive drugs and I got really bad off. Like, like, like pills. Yeah. I got so bad off on uppers and downers that I lost 10 years of my life. Like, I don't remember, like there's a 10 year chunk that is just gone mm -hmm. from my life. It's just like bits and pieces. It's like one drunk night, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like for 10 years. So, so if I truly had to go back and, and change that, that's, one thing I would definitely Dude, pills change. are no joke, man. They, oh, it was uh, the, it all coming that, off that is, of that kill almost killed me. Mm -hmm. It almost killed me. Like, like, yeah. I mean, it, it was bad. It was real. I was really bad off. I ch it changed my personality. It changed who I was. It it's taken my mentality, like my memory, my um. Uh, you hear me stumbling for shit mm -hmm. now? Like, like I I'm smart enough to know the difference of how bright I was before I started mm -hmm. and how dull I am now that I've quit. You see what I'm saying? Like I can tell the, 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 the synapses just aren't firing mm -hmm. like they used to, you know what I mean? Like I can just tell the difference and it's just really sad. It really, it's, it's really, you feel like you're missing that much of yeah. a, a significant portion. Yeah. Probably a quarter of what I used wow. to have. Yeah. Wow. This is gone. Just yeah. gone. Like my Well you're are you able to supplement that with wisdom, life experience and being on the other side of it? Like is there any silver lining there with like Oh yeah, yeah. Uh it's like twelve years a slave, man. It's like you know, like I'm free from it. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen what it's like to be to to just be hooked on it, like mm -hmm. to need it. I used to have to walk around with pill bottles in my pocket and every hour to hour and a half i was taking a pill of some sort and if i didn't have them i would i would completely freak the fuck out wow and that was the 10 year probably longer than 10 years it's just 10 years is where it got so bad that i just have no recollection yeah. or you know dude whatever. pill it's horrifying man i i have uh friends and in healthcare you see or hear things about yeah people who uh you know by all accounts on the outside, it seems like they have their whole life together. You would never know, but they're, they're battling this addiction. Yep. And it, 
And if you can't have those those pills, it's like, I mean, you'll pay anything. Yeah, you'll do Debt anything. Comes yeah, into yeah. play your yeah. family. Oh, it's gets it's destroyed. insane. And but see now, like the silver lining is now that I'm not addicted to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's it just it. That's the silver lining. Mm-hmm. I've seen what it does, and I've seen. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so now I'm free. Kind of like cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I just quit smoking, but now I don't have to like check my pockets. Wait, is my is my nicotine right. apparatus on me? Like, do I have my pack of cigarettes, my lighter? Do I have my whatever? Like, mm-hmm. now it's just recreational. Sure. It's like, it's like if I want to do something, it's like, oh, you got some weed? Let's smoke some weed. You know, like, it's not an addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to have those pill bottles on me. I don't have to have right. that pack of cigarettes, that vaporizer, that, yeah. you know, I mean, so it's, it's well, really, good for you, man, dude. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So, I'm ready for kicking that. That's, uh, what was the other one? There were two questions. The last right? question is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, the only... Okay. Right before my... Let's go back before that. Um, I had a buddy once tell me that basically keep your hands clean even if you're doing things dirty. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Elaborate on this. I, I, I don't know like, if I understand. So if you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, uh, give the impression that you're not. Get other people to do it for you uh, type of thing. I know that sounds cold-hearted, but, I mean, it just it just is what it is. That was some really good advice, and it kept me out of a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> the same buddy once told me, blow up the spot and leave <laughs> you know? so if you're doing something do it and then get the fuck out of there right okay so the other life advice my dad told me okay near the end of my dad's life he was never much of a hugger or or somebody that says i love you or anything uh-huh. like that um not to get too deep but you know it's true uh but near the like a couple of days before he died um, I was living with somebody and I was on the phone and he said, he said, if I, I just, he just gave me this life advice. He was just like, you handle the things that you can and forget the rest. And I was just like, oh, wow. As soon as I hung up the phone, I looked at, um, I looked at my roommate and I was just like, he's dying. He knows mm-hmm. he's dying. Like, like it, it was the oddest thing. Like it was just out of the blue. Yeah. It was really good advice. I mean, it's handle, like handle the things that you can. It basically handle, handle what you can, and, and don't worry about what you can't handle. Yeah. yeah, it was so simple. Yet it was it was just so um, yeah uh, profound at the same time. I like that know? Dante gave a similar answer, and his he he said he was talking to a therapist, and he he was frustrated about other people in his life that you know we're behaving a certain way and he's like man i just feel like no matter what i do like it just it is what it is and i can't really do anything about it and it's just that's just how things are that's yeah. how it is yeah and he, the therapist like say that again that's your thing that's that's true like handle what you can control right don't hate yourself for something you can't yeah but i kind of wish you would have told me that when i was six you know what i mean like i mean <laughs> that's like where the fuck were you you know what i mean like Oh God! You ever seen uh, Talladega Nights? Oh uh, Ricky, yeah, yeah. Ricky it's Bobby been a while. The, it's like, been a while, but like, you ain't first, you're last. And, and, oh, I followed and, that. And, and, I followed yeah. that advice my whole life, and he's like, based, "Oh, I, I was high like, shit. Like, Ricky, Ricky, I was high when I said that. You can't be first, you're last. You moron. What are you talking about? Like, that just reminded me that where was that? I was six. Yeah, where the fuck was that life advice? I mean, it's great advice now that I'm almost forty. Dad, thanks. You know, <laughs> like I mean. Okay, you're gonna think I'm kidding, but I think that's an amazing bit. What's that? Tell that story and then say oh, where I were will. you when I was six? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, though, man. It's like what the fuck? Oh god. No, dude, that's it's still special that you got that advice from him, and it's true. With you. That's very true. No, 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 I mean like. We never had the best, you know, I know we got to go, but we never had, like, the best, like, father-son relationship, like, yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. But at near the end, like, maybe, 
the last two years. We were, you know, like talking and mm -hmm. starting to get to know him and things like that. Like it was, um, I mean, he, he is an entire story on his own. Mm -hmm. Like you're talking about a guy whose dad was murdered when he was seven years old, man wow. of the house at seven years old, like in poor as shit. Mm -hmm. Like, so he was raising kids at seven. He was raising all his siblings at seven years old. So by the time he had me and my sister, mm -hmm. he had already lived an adult life, mm -hmm. like all the way up until, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, I mean, that's just the beginning, you right. know what I mean? So he, you know, he had some problems, man, yeah. he, you know, um, there's also, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Like I said, it's a that's a whole nother it's yeah. a whole nother book you could write For on that sure. shit. Well, we'll um, have to talk about that another time. Yeah, it'll come out in some jokes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't wait. Well, dude, uh, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Before we go, where can people find you? Where can your fans find you? Oh Jesus, I don't social you, media. Yeah, uh, let's see. I don't fuck with social media that much. Um, you can find me at Cookout. <laughs> or um <laughs> now you can find me at uh on facebook at, at jeff thompson yep i don't have comedian in the name i don't believe in it um i think that if you're a comedian you're just a comedian you don't have to write comedian in your profile mm -hmm. and as i say that you can find me at jt.comedy <laughs> on, <laughs> on instagram on instagram yes on instagram um so good luck with that, because I don't I check that once every four years. Right. Um, once every presidential election, yeah. I get on my Instagram. Um, but yeah, you can catch me at those two things. And, um, and performing around Greenville. Yeah, you can catch me outside here in about, what, 10 minutes, Yeah, man. hopefully there's not people at the door calling. But Are they calling? Oh, yeah. All right, but well, let's cut it off. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot, Yeah, good night, guys.